Welcome to the Rookie Realtor Reality Podcast with your hosts, Amir Hunter and Bailey Weaver-Packard. With so many people thinking that realtors just look at beautiful houses and post on Instagram, this podcast brings you back to reality. This podcast explores the good, the bad, and the in-between. We're both with EXP Realty, so our experience may be different than yours, but over time we'll have other agents, past clients, and others in the real estate industry, such as inspectors, builders, lenders, and more. Season two, episode eight, and I know it's been a very long time. <laughs> it's been since February. <laughs> yeah, we had to go back and look and to find like the episode that this is in uh, because it's just been a while. Yeah. So uh, I know for both of us, we've just been like extremely, extremely busy. Yes, business comes first, right? Yeah. So uh, so definitely, it's been a while, but we're gonna get into it and talk about what's been going on with us and talk about what's happening in the business and the market uh, today. So. Today's just going to be more so a catch-up episode about what's going on, what's working good for us, the struggles that we may be having, and right. things like that. And um, we'll just kind of go from there. So I guess we'll start off with our wins and losses. Um, and I'll let you start it off. Okay. Uh, for my win, I had the best month in my whole real estate career in July, just now, 2023. Yeah. So that was, that was awesome. I had five closings and five under contract. So it was a busy couple months leading up to that in preparation but definitely a busy month yeah and i'm really thankful yeah i had a really busy month too for july Did you? um so i think i had three that closed um and then i don't know how many went under a contract <laughs> for that period. i just have seen your posts yeah, it's like yeah, so. every day it's been it's been busy. Uh, so I guess one's for me. Obviously, just business has been great. Uh, I can't complain about yeah. it. Uh, so I've closed a, a ton uh, since we've last uh, uh, spoke. I think, but around the time we spoke last, I think I just capped, and so okay. I realized that I was like in contention where if I put my head down and really worked at it, yeah. that I could possibly hit like icon status with EXP. Right. And for most of you guys that probably don't know what it is, it, unless you work with EXP, it's mm -hmm. basically once you cap, so 20% uh, of what you make um, goes into uh, a system basically where you can cap. And once it hits $16,000, you cap. Well, after that, you have to do like at least 20 transactions after that to hit icon status. Right. And so once you hit icon status, EXP basically gives you that $16,000 back in the form of stock with the company. And so I was like, well, I've icon I mean, I've capped so early that I have a potential have that time, I, yeah. I could I could icon. And so I've kind of a head down because I was like, all right, we're counting, we're counting, we're counting. <laughs> and so I think right now I'm on pace to I've already closed thirty deals in the last twelve months. That's amazing. And I'm on pace to close another potentially five this month. Mm -hmm. And so I'm either going to be right at or one over what I need it for to hit icon status Dang. and never thought that it would happen this early in my career, yeah, but, um, but it's been busy and I'm very grateful for it. Um, so just going to keep on pushing until we, until we hit it. <laughs> well, when you hit it, we'll have to do a podcast and learn about like your, your tips and tricks for yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Cause you do a lot of volume. Yeah. Well, I do more transactions than you do. But you do higher dollar points than I right. do. So our volumes are pretty similar. You think? Uh, yeah, they are. I, I had to go back and like look at like, you know, the You're list. But, yeah, me. yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> so XP has like this leaderboard so you can see kind of how uh, you're doing like production wise. But like Bailey, I think you're actually you're ahead of me in volume. I just do more transactions. You do so many trans yeah, I don't know when yeah. you sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I'm trying to get to the point where I can do higher volume, but uh, there's some stuff that's coming in the pipeline where it's going to eventually start to happen a little bit more. But um, so grateful that's for all awesome. that. So um, losses, uh, what losses do you have? Well, I feel like you guys hear this from me a lot because I get really busy and I focus on the business in front of me. And then when all of that closes, I'm left having to start again on lead gen and things like that. So that's kind of where I'm at. Thankfully, I have, you know, ones under contract in the pipeline, but yeah. I need to get back to finding those active buyers and active sellers. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. where I'm at. What about you? Yeah. So uh, I guess for me, loss, um, it's been such a while. So, but there's been, I think there was two different listings that either somebody had reached out to me about listing their home and, um, you know, we didn't get to the point where we set the listing appointment, but they right. ended up going with other realtors. Got it. Um, so they had reached out because, you know, a lot of them had either seen work that I've done where it's gone under contract very quickly. Mm -hmm. um, and then um, I'd spoke with them. Uh, one, I had started to run comps, but I couldn't do anything because it was actually listed by another agent at the time. Right. And they were like, well, we've been struggling with our current agent. So, but we've heard that you can do it and sell it really quickly. Mm -hmm. So I'd kind of follow with them and said, hey, I've already run comps. I'm ready to go whenever you guys are ready. And and then it went quiet. Um. <laughs> and then uh, they had already sent me the property. So I was able to see like, you know, where it was listed. And then I saw there was another agent that had relisted it. Got it. Uh, like probably like a day or two later. Um, so Jeez. didn't get that. And then I had one where I'd sold one in the neighborhood mm -hmm. and it one in her contract sold uh, and somebody had reached out because they saw that in the neighborhood, but they were finishing up the remodel. And so they reached out to me about potentially listing their property. Got it. And so I followed with them. Um, and then one day I was actually out in that same neighborhood showing for a buyer and saw they had listed with somebody else. Um, oh. But it's weird because actually that one went under contract with the other agent, but then now it never closed and they took it off the market. So there's some issues in that neighborhood with like the HOA and some, some technicalities and some things you have to navigate with it, right. um, which probably the seller didn't know because we never had our meeting, uh, which I could have helped them navigate through. Right. Um, but we never know. I mean, there may be an yeah. opportunity for me to get that listing later, but um, yeah. you know, we never know. So, um, so I think one thing I've kind of learned from that is uh, when somebody calls you for a listing appointment, mm -hmm. try to get set, the <laughs> to appointment. The, set that appointment and get into their house as soon as possible. I get that. That's um, good. That's good advice. Yeah. Make the appointment right away. Yeah. So um, so let's talk about what's been happening since our last podcast. Um, we talked yeah. a little bit about how business has been super busy, uh, yeah. but um, what's been going on with your business and and then we'll get into personal life. Yeah, so the summer has been really busy. Like you said, I work a lot with my sphere of influence and then referrals. And that's not just agent referrals, but you know, people I know that maybe they're not ready to buy or sell, but they know people who are. So I've really been working my sphere and loving on my people and things like that. So that's really what I've been focused on this summer is making those relationships count and loving on my people. What about you? Yeah, so I think, you know, business has been great. Um, some of it has really come from, you know, marketing, mm -hmm. um, from like social media. I've really been trying to like push 
on that a little bit more. And so I actually have clients that just in the last couple of days, they reached out to me through social media from another state. Uh-huh. Um, they just wanted a contract. Uh, so I've had a couple uh, in that situation. Love it. And then uh, from past clients, referrals, um, it's just been a very busy kind of like season <laughs> for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm very grateful for it. At times I'm like, huh, I kind of, I should take a break. But, and the other point to it is I think about the first few months when I was in real estate, not sure if it was going to work out for me right. and taking three and a half months to get my first deal done. Uh-huh. And now it's to the point where, you know, don't have to, you know, pay for leads or anything. They're just coming um, and being able to convert those people and very grateful for that because I'm able to do something that I love. Right. So, um, so I will say like business has been great. Um, there's been a lot of opportunities, um, working on both some residential and commercial, uh, deals right now. Yeah. You stay busy Um, with both. Yeah. So I try to do more residential, but every once in a while, there's some commercial stuff that I'll work. Um, especially if they're leases, um, sometimes the, the buys or the sales may be a little bit more difficult, a lot more time consuming and take a ton more time. It does take a decent amount of time on the leases in comparison to residential leases for sure. Right. Um, Cause you have to negotiate, you have to go, you know, think about upfitment and, and zone uses and all that stuff. So mm-hmm. it does create some challenges. Uh, so I try to stay on the residential side a little bit more, but I will do um, some commercial depending on what it is and if it makes sense for me and my business. Got it. Got it. What about personal? What's new there? Uh, so not a ton for me personally, but like for my wife, um, I think on the last episode, I may have talked a little bit about it where uh-huh. we were working on her commercial uh, deal. And so now she actually, she got into the space. She is in the middle of upfitment. Well, we're about two weeks away from uh, construction being finished. Oh my gosh, is she going to do like a big opening day, cutting Uh, a ribbon and stuff? I think so. We were talking about doing some type of like grand opening and some marketing and stuff. But, you know, once once everything's done, we have to put the stations in and kind of do the the cosmetic stuff things. Oh, the fun Um, stuff. Yeah, I, I guess, <laughs> you know, I'm going to be dragged into it like as a a, 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 a handyman. Yeah, but, for sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, we've been kind of really uh, focused on getting that open. And obviously, I've been really kind of working on, I know I talked about it earlier, but I got my firm license for like Hunter and Co Realty. So really been like pushing all that for my, um, for my business and making sure my brand's out there too as well. So you guys are just a couple of entrepreneurs. Yeah. Trying to be, I love that. Yeah. I feel like you got a lot going on personally. Uh, the big news is that I'm pregnant. Yeah. Um, so that's an adjustment being an entrepreneur for sure trying to navigate that but we're so excited and so happy that's definitely just the biggest news i have (laughs) (laughs) well i feel like your glow has also been attracting a lot of business to you oh thank you so much (laughs) thank you it's it's probably uh i feel like a lot of people have been coming to you too and i it's probably like an inadvertent glow that's probably attracting Nobody clients. knows, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, people know. I haven't actually posted it on my business account yet. I'm, this is so silly, but I'm waiting on a bandana to come in that says it's a boy for my dog to wear for a photo. Yeah. But, <laughs> but that's been delayed. But anyway, um, yeah, so I'm so excited. And, um, you know, I, I'm getting kind of both. I hope that people are like, oh, this is a great time to support her and send her business because she's growing her family. But then there's also other people who are like, oh, gosh, you're probably going to slow down a lot. And I'm like, mm, I mean, sure, I might, but let's not focus on that. Like, I, yeah. I don't want it to scare any buyers away. 
yeah. or sellers away. So I'm still here. Yeah. I'm still working just as hard as ever, if not more, because I am going to be growing our family. Yeah. Are you like worried about like when the baby comes and how to navigate that? Yeah. I mean, I, I was thinking I need to reach out to some agents that I've seen have recently had babies, yeah. like their first, yeah. and are also realtors, and kind of pick their brains. I think that's what I want to do. There's a few out there, but I don't want to be weird. You know, I'm like, hey, we follow each other on Instagram. I see you just had a baby. <laughs> yeah. Can we? Can I take you to coffee? We'll see. I don't know. I'm excited. And um, I think it's going to open a lot of doors for me. You know, I'll be able to it will. meet, you know, other moms and, and things like that. So I see it as a positive rather than a negative in my business. Yeah, yeah. And I think even, um, you know, if it gets to a situation where it gets a little tough for you to juggle, like going out for appointments and yeah. showings, like there's always the referral route if, if, you, need, right. if you need to. Okay, but yeah. obviously there's ways to kind of navigate it. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of people that are moms and, and do it and, oh, and yeah. are great at it. So um, I think you'll be able to figure it out. But yeah, I think it's going to open up some doors for you. Obviously there's going to be parents at daycare and school that yeah. are going to need somebody. And there's probably some people that you would have never met unless Correct. you had a child. So Yeah, so I'm pumped for that. Yeah. It doesn't feel real yet, but I think I'm just waiting for the first kick or something. <laughs> um, so let's talk about like what we've learned. It's been such a, it's been a while. So right. it's been what six months probably since we've right. always recorded yeah. last. Yeah, you're right. uh, so um, business has changed significantly, yes. but there's also been I guess a lot um, that's changed in the market too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I was looking at like my profit and loss like statement because um, now I have everything set up in my S corp, so I get paid a basically like a, a paycheck every two weeks instead of just waiting on like my commissions right. uh, kind of set up. And so I was looking at like profit and loss statement in there, and I was like, all right, so let's just see like kind of where my big expenses are. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, so obviously I know I'm gonna have expenses for you know vehicle maintenance for gas. Those are kind of like my my biggest category right. but I was kind of like looking and seeing all right so what other areas are my like seeing like a lot of money like going into and what I really noticed is that I've been spending a lot more money on marketing right and it's really helped me grow my business so I think since I don't know how long ago I started but it's probably been since the last time we've probably recorded, mm-hmm. um, but I started to hire a photographer for every closing for my buyers. Yeah, that's really cool. And so it's one thing that kind of helps me stand out from other agents is that as part of the closing, I want to make sure that we celebrate your goal um, of you achieving homeownership. Yeah. And so I hire a photographer that comes out, um, shout out to Shania, um, <laughs> but she comes out and she does photography for my clients. So we pop champagne, um, we shoot the confetti, um, we do photos together because I want you to memorize, uh, remember yeah. um, the experience. And so that's one thing that's really kind of helped me, I guess, on the marketing side. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously I, I have Shania come out and do some of like my branding too as well for branding photo shoots that I can put on to, to social. But basically just want people to really get a feel of me as an agent, even if like they don't know me yet. Right. And so I want to make sure that my brand is being pushed. So set up the firm license of Hunter & Co. Realty. So I'm pushing that. I'm pushing, um, you know, how I interact and handle with my clients. And I think it's really been very fruitful for me to be able to show others that are thinking about buying or selling that, 
of how I do my business. Right. And um, it's really driven in a lot more for me. So I'm not in a situation where I'm paying for leads or things like that. It's really doing those extra things up front. And then it's really been fruitful for my business in the return. Um, so what I about love you? it. What about you? I love that. Um, one thing I've learned since our last episode, uh, it's it's time for me to delegate. I'm at the point in my business where, you know, I, I, I'm the one lead genning and I'm the one loving on my people. And there are things that I need to do to make my time more valuable. And there are things that don't move my business forward. And it's time for me to give that to somebody else to handle. So I did hire a transaction coordinator. Oh, look at you. Fancy. I know. Um, I pay her by transaction and we've done, um, I did one with her. It's a recent hire and, um, it was an adjustment for me. She's wonderful. She's so nice and sweet, but for somebody who's been doing their business by themselves for so long, it's definitely been an adjustment. So we did one and, you know, I'm looking forward to do the next one with her, but I think I have to kind of get my head in the right space knowing that it's okay to give this part of my business to somebody else to handle because it's only going to help my business grow. So that's definitely something I'm I'm currently learning and working on yeah. right now. Yeah, and I think I'm probably going to get to the point where I need to start to kind of pull back and not do so much either. Yeah. Um, I've kind of started to focus in on obviously like more activities that are um, bringing in revenue uh, mm-hmm. for my business. Um, so making sure that I'm doing things that are going to bring a return right. uh, for me. Um, so. I haven't got to the point where I've gotten a transaction coordinator yet, but it's something that obviously I think about. It's just part of me struggles with pulling away from managing certain things. Correct, me too. I'm afraid that if I don't manage it, that it's not going to be done right and that it's going to hurt my client's experience. I want to make sure that my client's experience is either the same or greater than they expect Correct. when they yeah. uh, are coming to me. So um, maybe one day I'll get to that point. Yeah. Or um, I know I've talked to some other people and they're like, well, your business is going so well, so you should hire an assistant. And I was like, yeah, but I've also worked with some agents where they've had assistants and mm-hmm. they are very hands-off through the whole like process. Yeah, and I don't and, and, and that, it's no. very, at least a distasteful um I guess feeling for me, like when I'm interacting sometimes with those agents, right? Um, because sometimes the the personal uh, feature of interacting mm-hmm. with the agents it really kind of helps the transaction move a lot smoother, yeah, um, without issue. And it gets to the point where I would really like to work with those agents again. And there's some experiences where there's some agents that I probably don't want to work with <laughs> as much <laughs> yeah. uh, because of sure. it. So um, so it's just no, kind of that. finding the way to kind of get it there and moving it forward where it's productive for me and takes a little bit off of me, but, right. um, but it still leaves that great quality of, of business. So correct. Well, here's the thing. Anytime that it's, you know, a situation where I need to be talking to the client, that's me all the way. Yeah. But my client doesn't know all the paperwork that I do on the back end. Yeah. So that's something that a transaction quarter coordinator can take care of because it's not affecting the experience that the buyer or seller is having with you. It's making it better because I'm able to give them more of my time. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been in some transactions and, and probably that method may work for me. 
Uh, but I've been in some transactions where, like, especially some of these mega teams where literally you don't hear from the agent after the yeah, offer. Yeah, it literally is a transition. And, and so there's there. literally, <laughs> like, an assistant with their company that basically mm-hmm. handles from there on. Right. Well, I've been in some transactions with those where, you know, there might be an issue when they do the title search or there might be an issue um, during inspections and we need to figure out a way to negotiate it. Right. Um, and, like, the agent has gone ghost and we're talking to the assistant but the agent's the one that really needs to do the work to get it moved forward. And so like I've worked on one where um, there's a title issue Mm -hmm. um, and there are some ways that we could have worked through that to get it closed. Mm -hmm. But it's like the agent basically disappeared. And so I was only talking to the assistant. The deal fell apart. Um, We ended up getting that home back under contract into um, a better situation. But, But it's one of those things that it hurts all parties involved when the agent it's kind of disappeared in the situation. So right. that, that makes me nervous. And like I had another one, um, it was actually with the, the same group, but it, it was a, a situation where we had gone under contract. that was a listing agent and they had pushed back, I guess, closing like a, a day or two, um, because they needed to get a, a second inspection. Well, like during the process, we went under contract it was probably a week and a half from when we went under contract before they even had the inspection on a two and a half or three week close. Oh wow! And so, and it's like, well, that's part of it. Like where like the agents so disappeared mm-hmm. that like we didn't hear anything back from the inspection. And they're like, Hey, yeah, we need to get a follow follow up inspection, but I'm only hearing from the assistant, not from the agent. Right. Um, and so it really kind of hurt the, the buyers mm-hmm. uh, on that transaction, I was li- the listing agent, but it really hurt the buyers in that transaction and negotiations because we were supposed to close on the day that they were negotiating oh, like um, repairs. And my client was like, initially was, wasn't going to give them anything because right. they waited so long. Sure. Um, but it was, it's not really our fault. Um, and my sellers didn't have to uh, give anything. My, my seller was actually willing to put it back on the market right. um, and tell it to somebody else if they were going to have an issue with it, but we were able to, to kind of work it out, um, give them a very small credit um, and get it closed. So it all, it all worked, but it's just one of those things that I'm afraid to kind of scale back on. Yeah. Listen, it's definitely an adjustment in something that you have to be mentally ready for. Yeah. So tell us what you're, what are you actively working on? Uh, farming. That okay. is um, top of my list currently. It's time for me to... I, I've always farmed my neighborhood. However, I haven't done it, I'd say, on a consistent basis, like monthly. Yep. I'd probably say I hit it once a quarter Yeah. just so they see my face and they see me out walking my dog and things like that. But yeah. it's time for me to really step that up. I love paper and I love print and that kind of stuff. So I, I'm going to double down on that. Yeah. So I need to really farm my neighborhood. There's been some some resells in our neighborhood. We... I live in a, more of a new construction neighborhood, but it's, I guess the neighborhood probably really started around 2019 or 2020. Okay, yeah. Um, so there's still some, or I think they just finished building or they're finishing up like the last couple homes. Um, so I really need to get out and farm because I haven't had an opportunity to really list uh, a home in our neighborhood just yet. Right. Um, so I've done like one or two mailers and I did go out to some homes and put some things on some doors. Uh, earlier, but I guess it's going to be a lot of walking (laughs) to do it. (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out a more effective way. Mailers, yeah. uh, Mailers could, but then I saw another thing that one of the landscapers did, and so they actually took their flyer 
and put it inside like a um, some type of like almost like a Ziploc type bag right. with like a rock in it. So it was at the end of the driveway. Oh, what? So so it was like so noticeable that like uh-huh. they had to like pick Get it up out. and look at it. And I thought it was like so creative. Is it a big Ziploc? It's not. And so it's a little bit bigger than, I guess, whatever the postcard was. Okay. Um, but they put, like, a rock so it doesn't move. Uh-huh. But it was at the end of the driveway. So, like, when you are first pulling in, right. um, it was able to um, – you, you first see it when you pull in the driveway. Wow. So it's like if you're walking out, it's not like, oh, in Mellor you got 20 uh, pieces of mail. Right. Um, and you just, like, throw them in. It's like, oh, well, I literally have to walk to the end of the driveway or get out of the car right, to pick it up. It. Um, Interesting. And, and it's more – it's quicker to, to do it because mm-hmm. you're, like, instead of having to walk into somebody's driveway right. up to the front door – you're like literally putting it on the, the yes, driveway. Right. That's so interesting. And that actually reminds me. I recently did a, a touch to my neighborhood and I did print flyers and I put them in the bottom section of the mailbox, you know, the open hole. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I got a text from a, a neighbor who would not share her name. And she said, hey, Bailey, I um, I love what you're trying to do with, with the flyers and meet your neighbors and let them know you're a realtor. However... The wind has blown like 20 of them out and they're littering the alleyways. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. And I was in appointments back to back that day. So I could not get out there and clean it up before other neighbors, you know, reached out to me to let me know too. So I had to call an agent friend and she went out and cleaned them up, picked them up for me. And gosh, I think she picked up maybe like 30 of them. <laughs> so embarrassed. I littered in my neighborhood, didn't even mean to. So I have learned my lesson. I will not be doing that method or I need to do heavier paper. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I was like, you well. You live and you learn. When I saw the what they did with like the rock, it was a landscaping company. So I was right. like, I was like with the rock, I was like, it makes, it makes so much sense. Definitely. <laughs> I've done door hangers before and I got a buy and a sell from that. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah. So I, there's just, you gotta, you gotta try it all. So tell me, like, what's happening in the market? I know, like, everybody watches the news and they're like, oh, yeah, interest rates are high and it's not a great time to buy and sell. But I feel like a business has been so busy right, right now. Yeah. No, I think people are finally coming to terms with where the rates are. You know, we're in Raleigh, North Carolina, so our market might be different than where you are if you're not in this area. However... People are still buying here. People are still selling here. Our inventory is very low. I think for June last last month, um, June 2023, the inventory was 1.3 months of inventory. Yeah. So, so for all the buyers, it would take a month, 1.3 months for all the inventory to be gobbled up. Yeah. And that's like basically if no new inventory hit the market, right. then and, and, and one point three months, then we'd run out of inventory. So there's not a ton of inventory uh, right now. So it's really helping, um, I guess, as far as like supply and demand, it's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know a lot of people were like waiting for interest rates. But what I tell a lot of my buyers is that lock in the price now. Mm-hmm. When interest rates drop, you refinance it. Because yeah. what's going to happen is as interest rates drop, prices are going to shoot up. Correct. So you might as well lock in the price now. And then as interest rates drop, you refi it to lower your monthly payment. So, exactly. Um, but some people, well, it takes a little bit to comprehend that. Yeah. <laughs> um, it takes a time to come Yeah. To and it. so, um, but some people are, are getting it. I think for certain people like investors they're like oh yeah let's buy now Uh, it's a little bit less competition there's still we're still seeing multiple offers but i think it's more so 
if you're pricing the home correctly. Yeah, say listings definitely they need a lot of of work up front. Yeah, so I think if you're marketing, if you're pricing correctly, a lot of my listings are getting sold within a a couple of days, like Mm -hmm. three or four days with multiple offers. Right. Um, But if you are if you're overpricing the house, if you are not doing great photography, um, then you're seeing those homes sit on market a lot longer. Right. I think uh, I think Leah was saying something yesterday that like if your home doesn't sell within I think it's the first like the first. three or four mm-hmm. days, mm-hmm. then it's likely the average is more so like closer to what like thirty. I think that's what she said. Average days on market in um, June of twenty twenty three for the Wake County area was sixteen days. Okay, so it's still really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, if you're overpricing the home, if you're not getting good marketing on the home, it's definitely still sitting. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and. Uh, Let's talk about like this recent set that came out. I guess it came. I guess it came from the Realtor Association, right? Um, but they said that recently, like sixty thousand agents have left the business um, in the first half of the year, um, and so it's a lot of agents. It's a lot of agents, but you know the market changed. You know, it's not like where interest rates were like three percent, and everybody was like, "Oh, everybody's wanting to buy a house right now." Right. Um, so some people aren't ready to buy. Mm-hmm. Some people are holding their home. Um, because they're like, well, we have this interest rate, we got it at a good price, mm-hmm. and we're not gonna move <laughs> because right. until interest rates like change, basically. So they're kind of like, or they're keeping that home as they're gonna keep that home as an investment, right? Um, because of where they got the interest rate, which is you know smart. Sure. Um, of but there's also a shortage of inventory. Um, You've got to work a lot harder to get your business now. Yeah, and so I think a lot of agents, you know, it might have come a little bit easier for them, mm-hmm. or the market was different. Um, but what I've actually seen for me in the last, you know, first half of the year is my business has exploded. Right. And it might be because there's less agents to compete with. <laughs> uh, but I feel like things that I'm doing has made my business kind of explode during that that time. And so, and I feel like your business has exploded too as well um, right. during that time too as well. So what things are you doing to like legion and keep your business going? Okay, the first thing I would say, I'm keeping my head focused on my own business it's so easy to look at what other people are doing and yeah. how busy they are. And then you kind of get lost in like this worry. So definitely I have learned to stay in my lane. Um, I also, like I had mentioned earlier, I'm loving on my people. I'm spending time with my people and that really goes a long way. But I also think people need to see you show up every single day. So yeah. social media is the way to go. Put your face on your story and show people where you are, that you're out there with your clients every single day. And I think they can see the commitment there and they're like okay she's out there every day i want her to work that hard for me when it's my time yeah yeah and i think you know i do a lot of that stuff like putting my face out there with social Mm -hmm. staying focused obviously on my business Mm -hmm. um i think the marketing thing has been great um i've been trying to figure out some ways to love my clients. So the difference between me and, and and your clients is that your clients are more focused in a tighter area than mine are. Sure. So mine's are, um, you know, spread out more throughout the state. I have deals currently pending as far as Charlotte right mm-hmm. now. Um, and then I've had deals as far east as Greenville. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's probably like a three and a half <laughs> hour radius of where I've done a lot of my business. Um, even though I'm here in the Raleigh area, um, especially if there's a listing, I try to stay within an hour or so for buyers, but if it's a listing, I'll 
I'll go right. um, for that situation because I don't have to spend as much time on the on the road going back and forth to trying to find a place. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's a situation where clients are really kind of are honed in what they want, mm-hmm. um, we know exactly what they are going to be going after, then I might be willing to go a little bit further out for that buyer. Um, so it just kind of depends if it makes sense to do a referral or if it makes sense for me to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. But definitely been spending uh, time on marketing. And then as far as like loving on my clients, um, I've taken a different approach. So I know you do like a lot more like smaller pop-ups and things like that. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit harder for me with the the spacing. But like so in September, I'm actually have reserved out like a whole section of the Durham Bowl Stadium. That's so in, cool. In, including like food and soft drinks for my mm-hmm. clients. I mean, I feel like it was kind of a – it's a – in the grand scheme of it, it's not really a big expense uh, for it because it's like, you know, even though number wise it looks that way, right. in the grand scheme of it, it's like, hey, if you get one referral out of it yeah. or, you know, or your clients come back to you uh, for one deal, then right. you've made all that back. Right. So why not take care of the people that take care of you? Correct. Um, so, um, so I'm doing that in September. I'm super excited about it. I just sent a video out to all my clients, all my um, clients that either have under contract or have previously done business with right and uh send a video out to them to say thank you so much for supporting my business and um have sent out an invite so a lot of them have already reserved out um nice. for it um so i'm actually starting to reach out to some of my business partners i reach out to um some insurance um companies that we use yeah um they're going to do some giveaways i'm going to start reaching out to some of the lenders see if they'll do some giveaways definitely um and some of the local businesses to see if there's something that um, they'd be willing to do for my clients. I feel like it's a great way to give back to my clients, show how much I really appreciate uh, them um, for supporting my business. I love that. I haven't done an event specific for like client appreciation. I've done a girls' night out where we had private access to a boutique. Um, for just my clients and then I've done the pie giveaways where they come and pick up a pie for Thanksgiving so I would love to do a client appreciation event like that maybe next year yeah maybe we'll do we can do a joint one there we <laughs> one <go>. time. Yeah. <laughs> all right Perfect. so um it's been great uh catching up with you guys I know it's been such a, a long time we'll try not to space it as much um but we both <laughs> kind of just been head down uh working yes. on our business and uh it's been very fruitful for us to be able to do that but we're still here we're still doing business so if you are thinking about getting your real estate license mm-hmm. if you are thinking about buying or selling real estate in North Carolina let us know obviously if you're outside the state of North Carolina, we can still help you with referrals and getting you set up with an agent that can help you in, in your area. Definitely. Um, but we're here doing business. Um, we're going to try to be uh, back on the podcast a little bit more regularly. Yeah, it feels uh, good to have the mic in front of me again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's funny, though, when we before we started this episode, Bailey was so nervous to get back on it. Yeah. So I thought we were going to run to like a bunch of issues on it, but <laughs> it ended up working out. We so. did it. Yeah. So, so thanks so much for supporting us and thanks so much for listening. And until next time, see you later.